Hello and welcome to another episode of Relationship Alive. This is your host, Neil Satin. If you have ever felt like you wanted to be doing something and instead of doing it, you put it off to do another day and you did something else that you really didn't want to be doing, in other words, procrastinating, then today is going to be a great show for you, a powerful show, uh, because what you're about to hear is a session that I did with David Burns as a follow-up to the session that he did with me on facing the overwhelm that I was feeling with the sheer number of things I was trying to do. Um, You may have heard that session back in episode 228. And uh, we did a follow-up to address procrastination specifically. So, uh, and if you are a therapist or a coach and you work with people around procrastination, then along with getting the guidance of hearing how David Burns works with me, we also go into some very specific pointers at the end of the episode um, so that you don't make some important mistakes that we often make when we're trying to help people deal with procrastination. So it is a jam-packed episode, and uh, as usual, we'll have a detailed transcript of the episode, which you can get if you visit neilsatin.com slash feelinggood5. Um, I've used feeling good for each of the episodes with David Byrne, so this will be the fifth one one um the very first one was just feeling good so it's not feeling good one so feeling good feeling good two feeling good three etc etc and all of that was based on uh, the fact that david has a book called feeling good that's sold millions of copies worldwide and it's a, a classic on overcoming depression and anxiety um and it's been shown that just reading the book actually has a positive impact on dealing with depression This episode right now is coming out just as David released the long-awaited follow-up to Feeling Good called Feeling Great, the revolutionary new treatment for depression and anxiety. And this book basically takes all of David's learnings since putting out Feeling Good decades ago and... Uh, is basically a re a rewrite that incorporates all of the new things that he's learned along the way, um, and I actually just got my copy, so I haven't even had a chance to to read it yet. But I'm really excited uh, to check it out. It's um, definitely going to be a powerful book, um, as you can probably tell if you've listened to these sessions that I've done with David Burns and the profound impact that they've had on me. So I wanted to share this episode with you on procrastination because it was super helpful for me and um, and I'm pretty sure it's going to be really helpful for you as well. And I'm just going to ignore the fact that I've been putting off releasing this episode for months now. Ha ha ha. Uh, Anyhow, before we dive in, I just want to remind you that Relationship Alive is an offering for you so that you can have the best relationship possible or relationships possible with yourself with others and if you're finding the show to be helpful please consider a donation to ensure that we can continue you can choose anything that you feel comfortable with and honestly every little bit counts so uh, to do that just visit neilsatin.com slash support or you can text the word support to the number 33444 and follow the instructions and this week i'd like to thank angie david scott Drew, 
Lydia, Anne, Valerie, Kirthi, Jules, Cynthia, and Jane. Thank you all so much for your generous and in most of those cases, ongoing support of Relationship Alive. Couldn't do it without you. Also, just a quick reminder that I have a free guide to my top three relationship communication secrets. Uh, these are the kinds of things that you can put into practice that will make communicating about anything, especially challenging things, easier and help you stay connected to the people that you love while you are talking about something challenging. Uh, to download that free guide, just visit neilsatin.com slash relate or text the word relate to the number 33444 and follow the instructions. And, uh, and this free guide is also the precursor to the full Secrets of Relationship Communication course that you can get if you visit neilsatin.com slash course, C-O-U-R-S-E. So lots there that's available for you. And lastly, just want to remind you that we have a free Facebook group called the Relationship Alive Community, where we're creating a safe space for you to hang out and get support about whatever's going on for you and your relationships. So come join us there. I think that's it. Uh, we're going to just dive in to this episode with David Burns. And uh, we start by doing a little quick follow-up and, and check-in about the uh, session on overwhelm that we did. And uh, so, you know, you'll get a, a little taste of that if you haven't heard that episode yet. And then we are off to the procrastination races with uh, tackling my procrastination. So uh, let's dive right in. Well, I've been doing I've been doing well. Um, it's been interesting to have now uh, a couple days of of waking up and kind of feeling that that overwhelm feeling start, and and then to actively be engaged in some dialogue around that, like you know, basically like, I don't, I don't have to listen to you. And this is, you know, this is bullshit. I'm just gonna, I'm going to do what I need to do. And, and, um, the overwhelm isn't helping. And, um, and it's interesting that that's been, that's been pretty effective actually. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Let, let's do a quick uh, tune up uh, thing here and then we'll pu push, push forward. Great. Uh, see how, how good you are at, at all of that, no. Uh, so, uh, what, what's your name? Neil. What's my name? You're you'll you'll be Neil, right? Yep, yep, that's right. All right. And um, I, I just wanted to remind you once again uh, that that the fact is you're you're failing. Yeah, I don't I don't have to listen to a thought like that right now. You don't, but it is factually true. That that's all I'm saying. It's not true that I'm failing. It's true that I have a lot to do and I'm going to figure out what's most important and I'm going to do what's most important right now. And overall, the trajectory of my life is pretty good. I've gotten a lot accomplished and there's plenty of evidence to support that I'm actually doing fine, that I'm not failing. Who won? I won. Big or small? Big. Big or huge? I would say not quite huge, but pretty big. Okay, great. Do a role reversal. It was I, I thought it was quite strong, but do a role reversal. Okay. Uh, hey, Neil. 
Hey, how are you doing, big guy? Well, I could be doing... getting a little lonely without you. (laughs) (laughs) I could be doing better. Um, The problem is that, that you're failing. Well, you know, I've... Failed at many things uh, throughout my life, and I've succeeded at many things throughout my life. Uh, and uh, but I'm not quite sure what you're referring to. Uh, are you referring to the fact that I'm uh, procrastinating uh, at some things, or is there something else you're you're suggesting? Yeah, I would say that right now it's that there's there's a lot that needs to get done, and you're not doing enough of it. Well, I, I, uh, you're right about that, and, and actually, I don't intend to. You don't intend to? No, I'm not going to try to take on all that stuff and listen to your bullshit. I might take on one thing, to get, get started on one thing I've been putting off, but uh, the, the, the idea that somehow I have to do all of this, that, that just makes me feel it's just a kind of a stupid thing that, that, that you're saying, because I, I, you know, when you say I'm failing, it's just not like I'm some failure. There's some grandiose failing going on. I, there, there are people all over the world right now who are kind of cooped up and with coronavirus and kind of procrastinating a little bit and uh, feeling, uh, you know, f- feeling down. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't go about telling them that they're they're failing. That would be r- ridiculous. And uh, I, I don't appreciate it when you do that to me either. All right. I guess I won't. <laughs> <laughs> Who won? Uh, you won. Big or small? That was big. Big or huge? Yeah, I'd say that was huge. Okay. I, I liked okay. tying in kind of the the common human experience as well. Yeah. yeah. Well, Neil, the, the fact is, though, that you're failing. Don't you forget it. I think it's pretty clear that I'm not failing. And there may, there may be times in my life where I failed, and this isn't one of them. And those times, I just got right back up again. So even if I were failing... It wouldn't be that big a deal. I'm not going to let it stand in my way. You don't have to let it stand in your way, but just don't forget that you're failing. Well, I don't. You're failing. It you're doesn't actually. Yeah, I don't. I actually, I don't really choose to listen to you. You're. Um, well, you can deny me, but I'm, I speak the truth. No, you're speaking bullshit. You're speaking hey, who bullshit. Won? I won. You were awfully insistent. <laughs> yeah. Did you win big or or huge or medium or what? No, that was big. Was it big or huge? Well, in the end, it was huge. Who do you think you're talking to when you're talking to that voice? Are you talking to yourself? Are you talking, like, I was thinking about this the other day because I think in other schools of thought, right, we, we were talking the other day about schools of thought and therapy that um, I could imagine, I was thinking about Dick Schwartz who created Internal Family Systems, and I, I wonder... Because I, I imagine that his approach would be more to like enlist that part within you. It's a, that it's this part that's negative and that's gone negative, but that it's really just trying to protect you from something. And once you address what it's trying to protect you from, then you can enlist the gifts of that part. Like the other day, we talked about the, the, that, clar- uh, that part's clarity and ability to see things clearly. Um, although, you know, in, when it's, gone into overdrive like that it's it's bringing the whole system down so uh, so i was curious because i was reflecting on like the difference between keeping that part on board but steering its job to a, a more positive place versus just being like fuck you that's bullshit i don't like i'm not gonna listen to you 
Well, there's three ways you can defeat a negative thought. Mm -hmm. uh, the uh, self-defense, the acceptance paradox, and the uh, counterattack technique. Mm -hmm. And the counterattack technique is the kind of, uh, that, that, that's BS. Mm -hmm. uh, the acceptance paradox is to find some truth in, in, in the thought and agree with it with a sense of humor or a sense of inner peace. And then the, the, that's the acceptance paradox. And then the self-defense is, is to say it, it, it's just not true mm -hmm. uh, for reasons A, B, and C. And all three of those approaches have value and, and you know, positive reframing, which we kind of did. You got a little, I think, tired of it or didn't tune into it as much as perhaps, you know, when – you you might have, but but that that that's very similar to what Schwartz is saying. That all of our negative thoughts and feelings have a, a lot of positive embedded in them. They're expressions of of what's most beautiful and awesome about us, mm. and and so the, these are all all worthwhile. I, I can show you a gentle way to defeat that thought. Hit hit me with that, uh, Neil. You're you're failing. I'm just here to remind you you're failing. Well, you know, I often fail. Uh, for me, f f failing is, is an important part of learning and growth. But right now, you know, not only I'm failing, I'm not that bright. And so I don't know quite what you're talking about. Can you <laughs> tell me what I'm failing at right now? Right. You're failing at your your career isn't as successful as it as it should be. With oh really? How, how should it? How successful should it be between <laughs> zero and a hundred, or zero and a thousand? You know, it, it, it's pretty successful, and would be great to have it be, you know, ten times as successful. But what what really are you referring to? Yeah, I would say that you you should be at least at an eighty or a ninety, and you're at more like a fifty or a sixty. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh, now, how are you going to talk back to that thought? <sighs> It's a should statement, isn't it? That's yeah, the distortion. Right. What's wrong with should statements? Well, a should statement is assuming something to be true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. Uh -huh, right. There's three valid uses of the word should in the English language. Mm -hmm. One is the moral should. Right. Like, Thou shalt not kill. Right. Second is the legal should. You, you should not drive at 100 miles an hour down the freeway because you'll you'll get a ticket you might get into an accident mm -hmm. and then there's the laws of the universe should you see this what should happen if i drop it uh-huh right it will fall and hit the table yeah it yeah. should fall because it's obeying the laws of the universe mm -hmm. so when you say you you should be at a 80 or 90 on whatever success scale you have in mind and you're only a 50 or 60 you should be at an 80 or 90. Is, is that a moral should? Um, I don't think it's any of those shoulds. Yeah, so it's, it's, the, the, it's, it's not a correct use of, of English language. Now, you could substitute, it would be great to be at a, a 80 or 90, perhaps. I don't even know that. It might not be great, but it might, might be great. It would be fun to be at an 80 or 90. Is, is, is that all you were telling me, that uh, it would be gr great to be at an 80 or 90? Or are you telling me I have some, I have some moral duty to be at an 80 or a 90 or I'm violating the laws of the universe I don't quite know what you mean oh wow I just I just got a chill from that but yeah it would be great to be at an yeah. 80 or a 90 
You know, absolutely. And, and uh, you know, I'm working on expanding my impact and my, my recognition, and, and it, it's been growing tremendously. I'm a lot more well-known than the day I was born, and I'll probably be a lot more well-known <laughs> next year as compared with, with today. Uh, but but I'm, I'm kind of having fun right, right now, just being where I'm at and hanging out with David. And as long as I don't listen to you buzzing in my ear, life can actually feel pr- pretty good, and I have some creative projects. I'm, I'm going to get started uh, work, working on. But what, what would happen to me if I was an 80 as opposed to a 60? Would I would people adulate me? Would they knock on the front door to, to tell me they loved me? Or, you know, would I have some high level of happiness that I'm not capable of having uh, t- today? Mm, I think you'd have more financial security. More financial security sounds great. There's only one thing better than more financial security. What's that? Turning, tuning you off, out. <laughs> then I'll have happiness. You know, people have a lot of financial security and they're not necessarily happy. But, you know, I've, I've got more financial security than I had uh, 10 years ago, I suspect, right? Definitely. Uh huh. So uh, I'm going to be proud of, of of what I've done, and and uh, I'm going to keep keep creating and and doing more. And uh, the, the the less I listen to you, the more I'll get done. <clears throat> but but you know, you're a useful reminder to me to that when I'm kind of procrastinating or or kind of fall, falling short. So I want you to keep keep reminding me a little bit. I can do that. I can remind you that it would be great if you started working on the things that you want to be getting done. Well, I'm actually going to do that today. David's going to give me the secret of how to do that. Perfect. Then we're in okay. good shape. <laughs> so who won there? We, That's not like we won. We won, yeah. 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 So should we push on to the next, uh, next plateau? Let's do that. And I think the, um, just to clarify too, the acceptance paradox, I think I heard you do that you know, a little bit earlier when you, when I said there are all these things that you should be doing, maybe I can't remember exactly what I said. And and you said, yeah, and I don't plan to like, it's kind of like, that's true. Like I'm, I'm not doing all those things. Was yeah. that the acceptance paradox as yeah. well? Or? Yeah. yeah, that's the acceptance par- paradox. Yeah. Say, say to me, say, David, you, you should be doing more. David, you should be doing more. It's probably true, but I've decided to do less. <laughs> right. And, and it's, I think of those three techniques, it's, it's, it's the more, most powerful, but the various three ways of, you know, defeating negative thoughts have, have various purposes and, and roles. They're all very effective. Telling yourself that you're very successful already is, is self-defense. I was t- talking to Linda Jackson this morning, who's, you know, the publisher I mentioned, mm-hmm. and uh, I was telling her how, how awesome you, you are. And I'm, I'm sure many people feel that way. But what's what good is it of having accomplished a lot of things if you if you can't uh, give yourself some credit and kind of admire you know what what you've been doing tell me a little bit about the uh, per- procrastination uh, what happens when you're procrastinating um what happens when i'm procrastinating so generically when i'm procrastinating there's something that crosses my mind that set and and the way it crosses my mind is oh i want to i want to do this thing right now and mm-hmm. usually the way it works for me is 
there are there ends up being a whole list of all right i want to do that i want to do that i want to do that i end up making a a, like sort of a mental list and then i get to okay i want to i want to make a list and organize all those things so i don't forget them and so that i can attack them strategically and i might start procrastinating there where the even though i know i at that point need to make the list or at least that would be my assumption then i get really good at finding other things to do yeah um okay sounds yeah. uh, familiar and uh, not uh, not atypical at all yeah and sometimes the other things to do is like I'll start to do the thing, but then my mind just gets kind of like peppered with like, oh, you forgot this thing. Oh, you forgot that thing. And I'll, you know, I'll start writing those things down. It's not uncommon, though, for one of those things to be suddenly super urgent. Oh, right. I didn't, you know, I didn't pay that thing or I, or, oh, right. My kids are hungry. I got to make some lunch for them or whatever it is. And, and so it's, then I'm kind of off doing something else and it can take a little while to yeah come back around well i'll show you an approach that's been helpful for me and 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 for many people and you know this always kind of a experiment or or a a test to see if it worked but let me ask is is, would you like uh, help help with your procrastination definitely when would you want to be helped what day would you want to be helped on today today what what time today what time today would you how about now you want help overcoming procrastination while you're having the therapy session about procrastination <laughs> or perhaps at a time after oh. we're done with with the session oh i thought you meant when did i want to start working on procrastination well, we can work on it right now but i want yeah. to know when you want your procrastination to come to an end what time today um well how about immediately when we're done okay so that that's going to be eleven thirty because i have a, a a call uh, with a conference call with a couple of colleagues at eleven thirty. So now, uh, what what is one thing that you'd like to do at eleven thirty that you've been put putting off? Mm, I would like could be your editing. It could be making your list of things. It could be any anything you want. Yeah, I think so. There are two things that jump out at me. One is making my list. And uh, the second would be finishing my books for 2019, my financial books. Oh, yeah, that that's horrific. Yeah, I had that one earlier in my uh, retirement trust. I've been collecting world coins and paper money since I was a little kid. Uh-huh. And so I've, I put some investment in, in world paper money and... Uh, then I think, gosh, I'm getting older and if something were to happen to me, it'd be easy for me to sell it than for Melanie to, to know how to sell it. So I consigned a huge amount of stuff to this Heritage Auctions in mm-hmm. Dallas, and they've done a fabulous job of auctioning the, the, this stuff. And uh, and then I had a whole year of invoices I had to go through. How much did I pay for this item and how much did they get for it? And so for Uncle Sam, you you know, like for your income tax uh, reporting. And boy, I was putting that off all year and I had to bite the bullet on that to get it by uh, my accountant said by February 
one is the drop dead date. And so I was uh, really got myself doing that. And, and once I got into it, it wasn't that bad, but I can tell you, boy, I was really avoiding that one. So I know that thing. Now, um, do you want to do the list or the work on the financial books at uh, two at one thirty, eleven thirty? Well, it doesn't make any difference. Let's let I I know that those books have to get done. So I'm and I know that's harder. Okay, great. So let's let's work on that one then. Yeah. Okay. Now, um, what? Let me ask you uh, 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 something here. Would you be willing to work on those books from eleven thirty to eleven thirty-five only? Sure. Okay. Um, now let, let's make a little list. This is called little steps for big feats. Take a piece of paper. Okay. And I want let let's break up the task of uh, d- doing those those books into little tiny steps. One, okay. two, three, four, five. And each step is, has to be something you can accomplish in say ten or fifteen seconds, or thirty seconds, or or one minute, or something like that. So, what's the very first thing you'd have to do? Um, very first thing I'd have to do is decide where I'm working. That's, that's a mental decision, right? Mm -hmm. Can you make that decision right now? Sure. Um, so I will sit, I will actually sit here in my, in my room where I'm less likely to be disturbed by my homeschooling children. So step number one is, is, uh, sit down in my is this your office or what is this this is my this is my everything room at the moment okay in my i'll put room Mm -hmm. okay and then what's the second thing you're gonna have to do um second thing i'll have to do is um make a small list of the different tasks associated with getting my books done because it can be a little complicated okay and so you'll make this little uh small list on a piece of paper yep okay list uh necessary necessary uh tasks Uh uh-huh okay like there might be three or four tasks right right Uh it's basically like all the different places that i have to look for what my income sources were and then all the different places I have to look for what my expenses were and make sure I don't miss anything. Okay. What, what's the third step? Say it might be one of the things you just mentioned. Yeah. I think the third step would be to look at what's done already. And there's a decision that needs to happen about whether I pick up where I left off or just scrap the whole thing and start, from the beginning again, because it might be easier to do that. Um, you're going to have to make that decision now, and because we're going to have to fill up five minutes with specific things that can can be done in five minutes. Okay. Um, all right. So in this moment, I have to decide. Um, you made a list of necessary tasks. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to start over. I'm going to start over. Okay, so should should we cross out number two from your list? No, because starting over 
still is going to need oh, okay. number two. So, oh, okay. Yeah, starting over so, just basically means like deleting all the work that I had already done. That was only partial, and I think it's going to be more complicated to figure out what I already did and didn't do than because I got kind of interrupted okay. midway through. Yeah. So, so would step three be delete previous efforts? Yes. Or yeah. put them in a separate file or something? Yeah. Okay. Three is is delete previous efforts. And then what's uh, step four? Step four would be, um, step four would be basically importing all of my, like for each place where I, where I have income transactions to import all of those list items into my software. Okay, so put Im import income information um, in into software. Mm -hmm. uh, right. Now, is that something you know how to do there, that one? Yep. Okay. And, and uh, what, what's step number five? We've probably gone over five minutes at this point, but step number five would be to categorize everything that got imported would would it be categorize everything or categorize one thing or got it so categorize one thing first yeah so what i would do is um or you look at them and then organize them into different buckets exactly so i'll so like one bucket at a time i kind of group all the transactions together and then i can put a I can categorize it. So let's just say group one category together. Now, um, now I have some more questions for you. Um, you. You said you needed help, you know, overcoming your procrastination, mm -hmm. right? So let's look at this list and see what step you might need help with. Do you need help help with step one? Sit sit down in my room. No, I can do that. Mm -hmm. Do you need help with step two, list the necessary tasks? Um, I think what I would probably need help with is not step two, but what might happen between step one and step two, which would be the temptation to open my computer and see what the news, what the latest news is or okay, about the okay. coronavirus. Now, now take a new piece of paper uh -huh. and draw a line down the middle okay. and label the left-hand column uh, problems and the right-hand column uh, s solutions. Okay. So the first problem is might want to stop after step one and <laughs> look for uh, the, the news. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Can you think of any other uh, problems that might come up, uh, you know, prior to step one or, or at step two or step three or at any point? Um, yeah, so there's, you know, along with the news, there's check my email, check my texts, like, so problem number two uh, might uh, want to uh, check email, phone, yep. uh, phone, 
uh, et cetera, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Any other problems that you, you think might interfere? Um, I think it's likely that before too long, I will feel like I need to check in with my children to make sure they're on task for their homework. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, we'll have urge to urge to um to check in with uh with, with children mm-hmm. now now uh, i'm going to ask you some more of this but uh, let, let me ask you another question are, are you willing to make an irreversible guarantee to to do these five uh, steps uh, at at 11 20 and then to stop af- after five minutes so you want me to promise that I will only work for five minutes and then stop? Yeah. Okay. You're only allowed to work on this project for five minutes from 11.30 to 11.35. Okay. And if I... Yeah. What happens if I don't keep that agreement? <laughs> and I keep well, working? at 11.35, you can send me one of two emails. Okay. Mission accomplished or I stubbornly refused. <laughs> okay. Do you agree to do that? Yes. Okay. Now let let let's look at some of the interfering problems here and how you're going to deal with them between eleven and eleven eleven thirty and eleven thirty five. Uh, you're going to want to stop after step one and look uh, look at the news. Um, right. And is is that how is that a solvable problem? Um. Yes, it's a solvable problem. How how would you solve that? Um, well, between one and two, that's just sitting down and getting a piece of paper out so I could not even have my computer near me or open or my phone near me um, so that mm-hmm. all I have is that piece of paper. Okay, so the solution will be to do this on a piece of paper. The, the list, yeah. Yep. I mean, once uh, I'm in the the doing of the thing, I'm going to be on my computer, so. Sure. So, yeah. for, so, so for step two is uh, do the list on, on a piece of paper, right? Right, right. Uh, and uh, is that a sufficient uh, solution there to that problem? Yeah. Yeah, to do that on a piece of paper and to not have my devices near me. Right. Now... Um, when delete previous efforts will require your your computer, right? Correct. Step three. Yeah. And and so you're going to want to check your email, the news, the, the phones, and so forth. Is that a solvable problem? Hmm. You sat down in your room and you you spent a minute listing necessary tasks on a piece of paper, and now we want to delete pre previous e- efforts. And you're going to have the urge to check email, phones, news on the coronavirus, urge to maybe help 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 the children. Let, let's take the, the, the wanting to check email and, and phones. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, there are options are coming up for me like, I mean, I know that there are apps that keep you from looking at like you can say which websites you want to not look at and then you have to like type in a password or like it creates a little bit of a burden for you to actually look. And there really aren't that many sites that I check. 
So if I limited, you know, Facebook and the Daily Co's and Gmail, then that would pretty much take care of the ways I would be tempted to most easily procrastinate. Oh, okay. And you have the, the software to do that? I don't. So I'd have to get it. <laughs> there needs to be so another should, step in there. Should we say then that, that this is not a doable task then for you from 11.30 to 11.35? Because you'd have to find a solution you can do between 11.30 and 11.35. <sighs> okay. So, um, I mean, I want to say that I could just not do it or I could just tell myself that I'm not doing that right now. Mm -hmm. I could see it happening and say and stop myself. Um, is which, that an effective solution? If I actually do it, it's effective. No, I, I'm talking about now. Can we get an irreversible 100% uh, guaranteed solution to that problem? Right. Because we might not be able to. It might not be possible to uh, prevent yourself from skimming email and news sources between 11.30 and 11.35. Well, that's what's so frustrating for me is that for all the times that I have checked my email and looked at the news, within me, there's the thought that I should be able well, to just I'm not, not so, do I'm this. I'm not so much interested in the past, but, yeah. but I'm, I'm saying it, it sounds like you're saying this, this is not a workable solution today between 11.30 and 11.35, which, which is, is cool. And, and this might not be a solvable problem. Well, it feels like I have to do one of two things. One is to just say, all right, I'm going to make a commitment that between 11.30 and 11.35, I just will not do that. And I would, and maybe the time boundary of it, and knowing that theoretically I'm only working on this for five minutes would help me muster up the willpower to not easily distracted. Well, uh, is that a sufficient solution? I'm just looking for a guaranteed, irreversible, 100% solution. And, and, and if that's not, then that, that's totally okay. Is there anything that occurs to you that would be a better solution to this problem? No, I can't think of anything. It sounds impossible to solve to me. Okay. Where do we go from here? wherever you would like to go, but it sounds to me like it's not very appealing to you to, to commit this five minutes from 1130 to 1135. No, and that, that, that's that. totally cool. I can commit to five minutes. I can do that. I can do it. But what, but what if you get this urge to go looking at the news or the virus or the emails? Cause you told me that's something you, you can't resist. I think I can for only five minutes. I probably can for longer than that, but I'm, I can commit to not doing it for five minutes. Okay, put that in the right-hand column. I, I can commit to resisting uh, for, for, five, for five minutes. Now, are, are you sure you want to make that commitment? Yes. Okay. And then uh, how about problem number three? You'll have the urge to, to check in with, with the children. Yeah. Um, well, it's only five minutes. So I think what I might want to do is 
have a preparatory five minutes before I jump into this task and check in with the kids ahead of time. Put that on the right-hand column. Change schedule to 11.35 to... Or, I mean, yeah, let to, uh, to 11.40. And check in with kids beforehand. Yeah. Okay. Uh, is, is that something that sounds workable? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, are, are there any other, if you look at your list of five things, any other things that will interfere? Like delete previous efforts, import income uh, information, group one category together? I think the... Like looking at those, um, there there are two things that come to mind. One is that before I delete everything, I could see myself kind of hemming and hawing. Like, is this really the right choice? Should I be, be deleting all these things versus just trying to resurrect my old work? So I could see that like losing some time to that hesitation. Put that in the left-hand column. Problem number four, I'll hem and haw about the choice of, of, uh, of deleting uh, previous work. And then the last thing would be, and granted, I'm going back to my commitment that, this, that for five minutes I can commit to not doing this, if, if for some reason I were working longer than five minutes, I could see needing a break from the tedium of any of, of the, the subsequent tasks where I'm getting into categorizing and things like that. And, and then I would have the instinct to click on a thing. Well, it, will you need a break during... We're only focusing on five minutes. I don't need a break during five minutes. Yeah, I won't need a break. So how are you going to handle... Him? And haw about the choice of deleting previous work. How is that a solvable problem? Yeah, that is a solvable problem. Uh, so I feel like I could either just decide that's what I'm doing, and it doesn't matter. Like there's no, there's no not doing it. That's just what I'm doing. Um, so that's one option. Another option is to set a timer for. 60 seconds where I allow myself to look at what's there and make make a final decision but it but that decision has to happen at the end of that time period so uh, would would does either of these options seem seem like that would be workable um I wrote down just decide now or allow 60 seconds those are the two options you mentioned yeah i think allowing 60 seconds because i have this sneaking suspicion slash memory that deleting lots of things might be easier said than done but i could be wrong so if it's super easy to delete everything then then no problem if it's super challenging to delete everything then it might i think it's worth taking 60 seconds to like do the calculus about what's going to be more efficient so I can choose whatever's more efficient. So we'll take the, the 60 second option. Yep. Would there be a problem with, uh, you know, wanting another 60 seconds and another 60 seconds? Well, I think that it would be help. It might be helpful to decide ahead of time what my criteria is going to be for making the decision. Okay. Yeah. So that, 
so that I'm really clear on what I'm basing this choice on. So do you want to list the criteria now in the right-hand column? Yep, I can do that. Okay. So what the, would they be? The criteria is, is so is it quick and easy to, to delete everything? Mm-hmm. Um, the second would be, is there anything, is there anything that, or maybe the question is more, what challenges would deleting everything create? Mm-hmm. And what, what kind of challenges are, 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 are those that you're thinking about? Well, um, yeah, so the only one that really comes to mind is, I can't remember if I have like accounts linked and if that's the case, sometimes it's weird where like you link an account and then when you go back to like relink it, it won't upload like all the old transactions that you deleted because like somewhere in the system, there's still a record of it having been uploaded at some point in time. Mm-hmm. So I'd, so it's more like, by deleting everything, am I going to make it more challenging for me to do the actual steps I need to do, the import steps? And how will you determine the answer to that question? Um, so I would, uh, I would choose like a sample transaction and try deleting it. And, and I, I might also look at, um, I can't even remember if I did link any accounts, honestly. So it may be that it's totally moot and like this is, this is a non-issue. So under the task, delete previous efforts, I put start with one transaction, check on, on linkages. Mm-hmm. And that, that would be step four. Yeah, that makes sense. And then... Um, and then step five would be import income information into software, yeah. not step four. Yeah. And step six would be uh, group group one cat- category together. Yeah. Okay, that that's a good uh, fix. Can you see anything else that would prevent you from uh, spending five minutes on on this these steps? No. Okay. Uh, so then, do do you have an irreversible commitment to to doing this from eleven thirty five to eleven forty? Yes. And then stopping. Yes. And send that email. Yes. Okay. Great. Um, that's it. David, we need to take a quick break here uh, in our session, and this is amazing work that we're doing. Um, just to mention this week's sponsor. So if you are looking for some extra support around things that get in the way of your happiness or achieving your goals, like, for instance, procrastination, one great way you can do that is from the comfort of your own home or office or anywhere, really, using BetterHelp. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can chat via text with your counselor at any time, and you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions all without having to go anywhere. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. They also offer a broad range of expertise so that you can find the person most suited to helping you with your own unique situation. 
In fact, so many people are using BetterHelp that they're recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. So whether it's depression, stress, anxiety, your relationship, procrastination, family conflicts, whatever is up for you, try out BetterHelp to help you move past the places where you are stuck. To start living a happier life today, you can try BetterHelp and get an extra 10% off your first month because you are a listener of Relationship Alive. So just visit betterhelp.com slash alive and join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash alive. And thanks so much, BetterHelp, for your support of Relationship Alive and our mission to improve relationships worldwide. And now, uh, David, let's dive back into the session. The one thing we didn't get into, the, the help that most people want with uh, procrastination is, is, is finding the motivation to get started. Oh, right. Was that something you were looking for? For sure. So that's like the, all right, how do I make myself actually sit down at 1135 because I've committed to it? Yeah. Well, the answer to that is you're not entitled to motivation. Okay. So what does you that mean? Be, well, uh, what comes first, motivation or productive action? Um, I think I see where this is going. Yeah, where but is I it would, going? I would say motivation. That's what I would say. But my experience tells me that when I get started, I tend to be more motivated to continue. That's what happens to, to, to me. Uh, did, did you think I was ever going to get motivated to tackle that odious list? I didn't know where my records would be. I was afraid I couldn't find lists of what I'd paid for things. It was overwhelming. And, you know, then there's it was a good Warriors game on, on TV. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you, you have to agree to do this list w w without any motivation. Mm hmm. So it's accepting that that's just the state of affairs, is that? It's, it's, it's a shitty thing that you have to do. Yeah. Now, once I got into my task, there was a little panic here and there uh, for the f first few hours and first few days I was, I was working on it uh, because I started giving myself a lot of messages that weren't true, like, Maybe I don't even have the records of what I paid for these things, and maybe it's going to be very difficult to sort out. But once I got into it, I, I, it, it began to dawn on me that those thoughts weren't true. And, and then before I was done with it, I actually began enjoying the, you know, listing what I'd paid and seeing what the profits were or, and, and, and stuff like that. But I had to accept the fact that it would be very, very difficult for me at first, and also accept the fact that it, it, it on faith that once I started getting the task accomplished, I'd probably start feeling uh, motivated and, and proud of myself for for having having done it. But the the idea of uh, waiting for motivation, uh, if you wait for motivation, you're going to be waiting forever because I can guarantee you'll never feel motivated to get started on this task. All right, then I won't wait to be motivated. I will just follow my commitment, even if it's begrudgingly because I'm not feeling motivated. 
Yeah, you can hate me if you want. <laughs> <laughs> that burns. Yeah. And and for me, you know, starting out with a five-minute thing is great. That That's actually a pretty big chunk of time. Now, like, I'm kind of cleaning up my office a little bit. It's not that bad because I do it about once a week. And I started, you know, I just had a three minutes before the call with you, and I, and I stapled a bunch of things. I, I put them in a stack here because uh, I'm, I'm looking for some show notes that I have to write up on a, on a thing we recorded the uh, uh, 5.30 Monday night. And, uh, and so I'm looking for my, my notes. And uh, so I thought, well, if I just organized my – and I just found them, see? All these things were on top of them, and I started, uh, you know, stapling them, and it wasn't wasn't that hard. And and uh, and that now I'm really motivated to. Uh, uh, what's this folder here to file my office? What's this? Oh, this is my list of passwords. So I'm just going to put this where it belongs. Easy. I always start out with something really easy, and and sometimes when it comes to you know straightening up my office, I'll do something as little as. Just finding a little – oh, here's like a little scrap of paper I just found right right here. Mm-hmm. It was on the floor. I'm just going to walk over and put it in the wastebasket. And that, that felt really good. And, and, and so I'm started working on my office. And now I – here's here's the the things from, from Zena. This is awesome. So I can write the show notes from this piece of paper I found. And then what's this over here? Um Oh, here's the notes from, from from our session right now. I'm going to put a stapler through them, and I, I'll combine it with our other, and I'll put those in a file folder, those two, in case we ever want to go back and, and, and refer to them. I just give myself ridiculously easy things to do, and that will hook me into a task. Mm-hmm. And then once I get started with it, uh, most tasks aren't that hard, but some of them are, like that uh, financial stuff. What do you do about the tasks you uncover while you're doing a task? So, well, put put, put that on your problem list right now. Okay. I, I might uncover uh, uh, more more tasks. Remember more tasks. I guess is what you mean, right? Right. It could be a remembering. It could be you turn over that piece of paper and you're like, oh, right. I have to write to so and so. And so, let's put that down. Number five might uncover new needed tasks mm-hmm. okay well is how are you going to solve that that happens to me too they'll often come to me in the middle of the night i'll wake up and remember three things that i've kind of forgot to do right well, how are you going to handle that if that comes to you during that five minutes okay um If it comes to me during that five minutes, I will, I will just quickly create a card in Trello and I have a quick input thing on my computer mm-hmm. so I can just boop, boop and I'll just create a card for it so that it, it gets logged somewhere. Um, I like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I use a simpler thing, but the same thing. I just have a piece of paper I'll call my do list. Mm-hmm. And I'll just scratch it down on there and let go of it. Yeah, I do that. Same thing. I have probably over a hundred do lists scattered around with. <laughs> so 
I've, I've got a little file of do lists. Oh, okay. Wow, we there. really do have a lot in common, you and I. Yeah. Yep, that's right. <laughs> yeah. So how are you going to solve this during that five minutes? Yeah. Is so that a sufficient solution? It, it is. Okay, so we got that one uh, t- t- taken care of. Create the Trello card. Yeah. And then I've also found that doing simple things on my do list can also be a source of uh, gratification. Some of them are harder, like uh, Jack Harosi asked if he could. I did a, I recorded a, a two-day workshop that people took online mm-hmm. on anxiety disorders, and it's a fantastic workshop in person. Uh, but on the online, you know, it wasn't the same. I, there was no one live. I was just recording it for, for him. Mm-hmm. And the feedback, some people loved it, but some people weren't that excited about it. And, you know, I wasn't that excited about it because, like, we're doing live now. This is what this is what I feast on. And with a yeah. big audience, I love I totally love it. Uh, and I know I've learned how, how to do it. Yeah, that's uh, why I love the the live show too. The live oh, yeah. podcast, yeah. Oh yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, then he emailed me. It said, "Well, like with this coronavirus, do you mind if I run that workshop again?" You know, and he he's very fair with me, and he, he would you know pay a, a good share of the royalties, whatever that comes in from it. But I've been kind of putting it off because I I, I don't like putting out something that's very good. Uh, because in person they 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 can be way better than very good, like right. amazing, right? Uh, good, like standing ovation, good. And so that's that's on my do list, and uh, it'd be easy. You know, I like them, and can't do much damage. A very good workshop can't hurt anybody. So you know, but that's on my kind of do list. There is uh, decide. Jack's fantastic. A guy, by the way, if you ever do any workshops up in Canada, oh, good to know. He's yeah, he's he's the best. But um, yeah, uh, you know. But th- then once I decide on that, that'll that'll give me some some energy. So we're all set for eleven thirty-five to eleven forty. Any any questions about this or your assignment or what we did or why we did it and and no, I. I feel pretty clear on that and that the goal is to either do my five minutes and feel successful because I followed through on that. Or even do your five minutes and feel more anxious because you realize it it, it, it is going to be a bit of a a chore. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'll have done it. Yeah. Um, And it's most likely that I'll probably keep working I often do but you don't have to and if you do keep working you don't get any credit for it okay <laughs> you get a hundred percent credit at the end of five minutes awesome so there's no extra credit nope that's fine I can live with that so um, tell me though like because we're talking about an ending procrastination um, I mean, and if I can I, only help you for one brief moment of your life, right? If I only did in five all minutes, all the therapy that I do, huh? If I if only, I only do five minutes, yeah. If I only do five minutes, I'm not going to get all the books done. So I'm going to have to do lots of five minutes. Uh, could I talk to you for a minute? Sure. 
you know who I am. <laughs> yes. I just want to remind you that if you only do five minutes, you can't get, that's only a drop in the bucket. You can't get all your, your accounting done in five minutes. And you've got better things to do, too, like what's happening with the coronavirus. That, that's a worldwide pandemic, and you need to find out. Right. Well, it's true that I won't finish the books in five minutes, but it will feel really good to make some progress, and that will probably help me do another five minutes and another five minutes. Who, who won? I won. Big or small? Big. Big or huge? Huge, because I feel, I feel pretty at peace with that. Great. Yeah. Um, Beck uh, had a clever way of thinking about those thoughts. He called them ticks, T-I-C-S. You know what a tick uh -huh. is. Yeah. Uh, uh, like a, you go hiking, you get a tick in your leg or something. Uh, uh, task interfering cognitions. And then what you just did to talk back to them, he called them talks, T-O-C. Uh -huh. Task oriented cognitions. He called that the TikTok technique. Got it. I, I thought that was pretty, yeah, you know, cutesy, but in a in a solid solid way. What are, what are some more ticks? Yeah, I mean, ticks would be things like what we were working on the other day. You know, like this isn't good enough, or you're missing something, or could I talk to you for a minute? Yeah, you you know, this isn't good enough. What you're doing right now? Well. I'm not sure why you would even think that because this is, I'm, I made a list of steps. This is actually exactly what I need to be doing in order to get to the end result. Yeah. Yeah. But you may be missing something. Well, that shouldn't plunge in like this. Well, the good Take it through a little better first. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, the good news is that all I have to do is this next five minutes and then I can reflect on what I did. And if I missed something, I'll make sure I get it in the next five minutes. Who won? I won. Big or small? Big. Big or huge? Huge. Nice. Cool. What, yeah. Any more ticks? Well, what, a, what I'm just seeing is like, ah, oh, it's like the awareness of those when they're happening versus getting trapped in them. Yes, right. Is such a big thing. Yeah, right to see like oh that that thought is what's happening right now yeah um so another good one would be there's something more important you should be working on right now you know there there's something more important that you should be working on right now i'd probably say oh yeah what is it <laughs> well it's all that stuff like that editing that that now that's really important that video that fantastic video Right, I'm going to add that to Trello right now. What else is there that's more important? Well, almost anything. You you should uh, like check check on the, the 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 pandemic. The world's falling apart. Check it out. You know what? I'll make a Trello card for that, and I'll make sure that I do that. All I have to do is this for the next five minutes, and then I'll look at Trello and see which seems like the most important thing to do next. Who won? I won. Big or small? Big. Big or huge? Huge. Yeah, awesome. Anything else? Any more ticks trying to burrow into your skin? The, the last one that occurs to me, because those, 
I think we got kind of like the general, those are the ones that are going to come up. But in particular with this task, I might look at something and think and get like scared or like, you know, sometimes looking at the financials is a joy and sometimes looking at the financials can seem pretty stark. And, uh, well, yeah. Well, you know, Neil, looking at these financials, things might look pretty stark. That's, uh, that's going to be, uh, that's terrifying. You could, if you do this five minutes, I mean, you may get very upset. I think what's upsetting is not knowing what's going on in the financials. And so knowledge is power. And so if it's, if in fact there is something upsetting in there, it will be really helpful to know what it is so that I can actually do something about it. Who won? I won. Big or small? Big and huge. Big. Yeah. 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 And that would be like just the exposure therapy aspect of, of, of what we're doing. You're from, you know, you know, about right, like confronting, actually doing it and, and Conf confronting the fear. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, typically you discover the monster, the monster has no teeth. Right. And that's, uh, you know, the basis of Buddhism uh, and, and a lot of, a lot of things. But yeah, there's that aspect of overcoming procrastination. Any other negative uh, ticks? How about I'll do this later when I'm more in the mood? <laughs> you've only you've committed to five minutes and you're going to do five minutes. Awesome. Awesome. I, I think I can make two teaching points and you might think of some also. Uh, one teaching point is, is that if you're a therapist trying to help someone with procrastination, don't ever try to help them with motivation. Hmm. Uh, that that that's gonna have about a hundred percent failure rate. In fact, never try to help a person who's procrastinating because your efforts to help will always fail, and then the procrastination will become your fault as the therapist. So, therapists who try to help people with with procrastination uh, actually make procrastination worse. The se a second thing is that it's kind of the same point when we were going through your 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 do list of, of you know the five steps and mm -hmm. then the problems that came up. Mm -hmm. Some of them you acted like you couldn't solve them, right? And it, it's very important for the therapist not to try to help the patient solve them because once again, if you try to help, the person will end up procrastination. Your help failed, but it'll be your failure rather than the patient's failure. And so instead, I did what's called sitting with open hands. You know, I was saying, well, maybe there is no solution to this. Maybe then we, we shouldn't be, be working on this. And then you suddenly found, found the determination and, and, and the solution. Now, most therapists can't learn to do that because they can't give up their codependent ways. The, the, the compulsion to help is profoundly ingrained in, in the brain circuits of most mental health professionals. And, and most of them will not be able to stop doing that during this lifetime. But, but for those who really want to develop skill at working pe with people with depression, anxiety, relationship problems, or habits and addictions, this is the habit or addiction bucket. 
sitting with open hands is, is, is tremendously important. Another thing is that we didn't have to do a lot of empathy today because we, we, we had it set up set up already but you can't just start attacking people with with techniques and and expect expect good results but because we had this great respectful and warm connection we 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 that was money in the bank that we could capitalize on can can you think of other teaching points um right well i i i mean the first thing that just occurs to me is following on what you just said is that we like this was the next logical step after all of that work that we did around overwhelm, which yeah. for me is, is one of the major factors that feeds into my procrastination is just all of that stuff. So having done yeah. all that work that laid the groundwork. Um, oh yeah. Great. Yeah. The inner and outer solutions. Yeah. Like, yeah. like you're not going to be able to stop procrastination and, and tell You've accepted it and given up on beating up on on, on yourself. It's it's another paradox. Right. The uh, uh, you kind of had feelings of self worth t- tied up in uh, you know be- beating up on yourself exactly and, and, and so forth. Another thing to spell out what I meant on don't try to help people who procrastinate. I was going to ask see, you about that. Yeah. See, I, I said okay. What are the first five things you'd have to do? And so, so let's see what you want help with. And, and then I went through and I, I said, well, let's see, what, what is it you wanted help with? The first thing would be to sitting sitting down in your chair, I think, right? Right. And er, so every step along the way, you um, were simply asking me questions and letting me come up with the solutions. Yeah, that that's right. And, and you see, uh, I'm try- now I've misplaced my list but the, the first thing was sit down in my chair and i said well is that something you need my help with like what do you need my help with and then the second thing is that something you need my help with and then you know the the point it's a kind of a, a joke but it has to be done with kindness but to, to make the patient see and make yourself see there isn't anything that uh that, that the patient needs needs your help with right and the idea is to make an irreversible five-minute decision. Why? Why did we limit limit your commitment to to five minutes? I think we limited it to five minutes because that seems imminently doable. Yeah, yeah. Because if you say say you're going to do two hours, I can guarantee you're not going to do it. Right. Right. And even thirty minutes might seem like okay. Well. In order to do 30 minutes, I'm going to have to find 30 minutes, and I don't know if I can do that because I have to check my email a half dozen times. Yeah. So, but, but being able to commit to five minutes, that seems like something someone could do at any time in any place. And yeah. Yeah, carve out that five minutes. Now, what is the rationale behind the I stubbornly refuse technique? In other words, I asked you, would you agree to send me an email at 1135 today, but either I stubbornly refused or mission accomplished, and you agreed to do that. What what was that all about? Um, well, I'm assuming that the I stubbornly refused is in reference to I kept working. Um, I refused to stop at five minutes. and. So that's um, that would be like a paradoxical um, 
Well, no, it's not. It's, the question is, I did I, – I, mission accomplished means I, I did my five minutes, and right. I stubbornly refused man, means I, I, I refused to, to do that five minutes. Oh, period. Yeah. At 11.35, you, you send me one of those two emails telling me if you did it, this is five-minute assignment or not, if you mm. completed your five five minutes. But what, what what's the purpose of that? Well – I feel like it allows it would allow me to to take responsibility for my actions, no matter which whether I chose action or inaction. Yeah, um, right, and, and it also brings a social pressure to to, to bear. Mm-hmm. Like like if you use this as another podcast on procrastination, which probably a lot of your fans have that problem and might might find it interesting. How many people will hear you? saying that you made that commitment how many will hear oh right lots uh-huh yeah i wonder yes, how many so. people are going to write and say like did you do your five minutes you know yeah exactly exactly <laughs> and that 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 is using the the resources you you have but for a tip to a therapist i've had a few patients over the years said i'll do the assignment but i won't send that email because it sounds silly and then what I said to them, okay, well, what you're really saying to me is no thank you, doctor. Hmm. And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to withdraw the assignment and perhaps we can work on something else. Because 100% of the patients who said they wouldn't send an email, they never did the assignment. Hmm. And 100% of the ones who said I will send that email, uh, I've never had someone who didn't didn't complete the uh, the assignment. So it just it it just uh, it it just it, it's really a nice thing. And then the therapist gets rewarded too, to by making the patient accountable. It just uh, the session doesn't end at the end when the patient walks out of your your office. There's some some ongoing you know c- connection there. So anyway, that's that's about it. Right. And I think there's some humor involved too. That's something that I've noticed in all of this work that, um, flavoring it with humor or humility, um, that that also seems really helpful, um, both in keeping it light and also counteracting the, the perfectionism perhaps that. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And when I, there's always a lot of humor in my therapy, often much more than what, what we've had. Uh, the uh, one of my podcasts was a series of live therapy with with Marilyn uh, Coffey, who had just learned two days before the session that she had terminal lung cancer. Oh wow! And uh, she was enraged and panicked intensely and depressed a hundred out of a hundred. Uh, because she'd never been a smoker and she was terrified of uh, dying and, and she had suddenly lost her faith in God and she was beating up on her herself for that. And I treated her with one of my students, Matt May. We had a like a single, I, I always have two hour therapy sessions because I'm trying to complete most of the work in one in one session. And, and she, in about an hour and a half or two hours, whatever it was. We published it over several podcasts with commentaries, but just one one session, she, she went from horrifically disturbed to uh, not only undisturbed, but really euphoric. And uh, and it just shows it's, it's not 
the events of this world that make us feel the way we do. It's our thoughts, and it was all our thoughts. I'm uh, I'm not good enough religiously, and all all these kind of self-critical thoughts. Very similar to the ones we worked on together, actually. But when I listened to it, I was surprised that about a third of our session we were giggling, the three of us. <laughs> And, it, you know, laughter is such such a healing dimension. And, uh, you know, I rarely talk about it in my teaching because I don't know how to teach humor. Uh, but I think it, 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 it is so beautifully anti-perfectionistic. And, and the message is just hanging out. I just love to, to hang out with, with you. And this might be – and it just – it, 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 it's fun to be open and, and vulnerable and real with, with people rather than trying to uh, – uh, imp impress somebody. I mean, it's fine to have high standards, but perfectionism and, and beating up on yourself is something that that ha has not been terribly uh, effective for for me. And like today, it was just like flowing, and you know, being 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 alive. You say that people don't know what it means, but it's that that's that that's where where the creativity comes, where the where the joy comes. Yeah. What would you suggest? So those were some great guideposts for like a therapist working with a client around procrastination. Let's say someone listening is just like, all right, I want to like, I want to do this myself. So I know I need to, I need to figure out five minutes and yeah. Well, I don't know if you've done this, but on my website where I have all my podcasts listed, I have a search function that I was able to install on WordPress, mm -hmm. and it's fantastic. And you can just type in procrastination, and all the relevant podcasts on it will pop pop right up. And and there was one similar to what we just did, but it's like for for the listener mm -hmm. uh, how to overcome your own procrastination. But they'd essentially uh, do do the same the same steps: is decide are you are you willing what what time of of day would you like to end your procrastination and if they say tomorrow then I say oh well I can't help you tomorrow I could only help you today you know it's impossible to end procrastination tomorrow but it's possible to end it today and and then like what's one thing just exactly what we did what's one thing you'd like to to get started on and then break it up into to five little steps each of which is about 30 seconds or, or a minute and then uh, agree to, to do those steps and, and make your problem solution list. What's going to interfere with doing step one? What's going to interfere with doing step two? And how am I, am I going to solve, solve those things? The TikTok technique is good too, but it's not central anymore. I used to think that that was the solution, but it's, it's more like the, the afterburner type of thing. And, and the real issue is to make that commitment to work five minutes and make it an irreversible uh, co commitment. And and if you're willing to do that, it you know you're you're well on the road. And if you're not willing to do that, well that that that's okay too. I'm not trying to tell you how to live your life. Right, right. And I'm glad that you reminded me of that very important step at the very beginning of choosing a time today when it was yeah. going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. What time of day would you like to be cured? <laughs> well this this was great thank you so much thank you david it's always a pleasure and we got, we got lots of this this is going to be a monumental we might just have to have like a whole month's worth of episodes be these converse this conversation that we've had we could okay well have a great one and uh, always a pleasure okay take care david thank you yeah, bye bye bye, -bye. bye. 
thank you for listening to another episode of Relationship Alive. If you like what you've heard and want to make it easier for other people to find out about us, please take a moment to subscribe to our podcast and to rate and review us on iTunes. If you have questions or comments or want to continue the conversation, you can always join our Relationship Alive community Facebook group. And for more information about today's episode, visit us online at neilsatin.com slash podcast. Or you can always text the word passion, P-A-S-S-I-O-N, to the number 33444 for more information. Finally, do you have a burning question that you're hoping we can have answered here on Relationship Alive, either for a future or past guest? Let me know and I'll see what I can do. Take care and see you next time.